Action Park Media. All right, welcome to Victory, the podcast special edition Rams victory um, sponsored by Bud Light. We've got free safety Nick Scott. What's going on, man? How you doing? And I'm good. I'm doing well. We just had a little monsoon out here, but, you know, not too many leaks or anything in the building. But I, I learned Cali wasn't waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're calling yesterday's rain a monsoon, huh? I mean, it was not great, but where do you live? I live in Moore Park, but for California, I mean, that's probably the first time we've had rain out here like that in at least a year and some yeah. change. You know, that's what happens in L.A. When it rains, people lose their minds. You know, I went to school in New Orleans. Where are you from? I'm from the East Coast in, uh, in Boston specifically. And people out here, when it rains, they cannot drive. Now, I, I would like to add something to that. The, the thing about that most people don't know, because I grew up on Long Island. It's the same thing. It rains and everybody panics. But what happens is when it doesn't rain, the streets get really uh, full of oil. So when it first rains, the streets are slick. So that's, okay. that's why people drive a little bit slower. I mean, uh, people in L.A. lose their mind at the they slightest, do, at right. the drizzle. I saw in the news, there was like the guy was giving warnings, like try to get your errands done by 11 a.m. as if like, the, you know, the world yeah, was coming to an end. There also could be mudslides and that kind of stuff. But, but anyway, but, more importantly, you're looking good. I mean, it must be great, you know, just like a good feeling that the team is doing so well. How are you feeling right now? I feel good. You know, anytime you, you come out of the week with a win, uh, that's a great feeling. I mean, we put so much work uh, into this game week to week. So to see that work come into fruition, come out with a win, celebrate with the guys, that's always fun. And you had a pretty big pick at the end of the game there, right? Yeah, that was a good feeling too. You know, it, we we pride ourselves on takeaways. You know, funny enough, um, you know, Jalen and I, we were going back and forth before the game talking about who uh, who's really the closer <laughs> for, for the Rams and, and in the DB group. And, of course, he had that big pick, um, you know, saved us at a touchdown, probably closed the game out, you know, firsthand. So he came to the sideline. He's like, man, I told you I'm the closer. I told you. And I was like, no, we about to go back out there. So watch this. I literally told him, I said, watch this. So, you know, we we had a good little moment after after I got that pick. That that's incredible. So Nick, we had we had the punter Johnny Hecker on, and we had we we had it was an amazing conversation because there's so many things, right? Punters and a lot of times special teams don't really get, uh, you know, get the credit that they deserve. But it's funny, we interviewed him and then that next week, because we were asking him about trick plays and how often he throws, he threw a touchdown pass to you once before. Is that correct? It wasn't a touchdown. I took it for like 30, 27 maybe yards, but he's got a little arm on him, played play quarterback in high school. Right. And how often do you practice those trick plays? And do you have to put on your acting skills when you come out of the huddle to look like it's a normal punt? Is it is it written on everybody's face that it's a – do you practice acting normal before a trick play? Man, I, I think so. You don't want to give it away. So try to act normal. Try to give a, a normal cadence and everything like that. Uh, I remember I ran a, a, a fake my rookie year, uh, and I didn't do such a great job acting. <laughs> I think I walked up to the line, like, with my hands up, like, ready to receive <laughs> ready, ready to receive the snap. So, you know, I've had to work on my acting since then. Well, Nick, staying on the trick plays, because I wonder, you you played offense, obviously, and you are younger. You got all the skills. What some people don't understand is, is you know, you, these elite athletes, you could probably play a lot of positions, but you're playing defense now. But when they call that play and you know the ball is coming to you, is there any nerves like do not screw this up or are you like confident and psyched for that moment? Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of nerves, um, but the worst thing you could do is think about it. 
And like the the perfect scenario is if like you kind of black out and then you know you look up and the fans are cheering and and you had a great success. So I try to just go up to the line, treat everything like normal, like you said, put on them acting skills, and then hopefully when I when I come to it's like a game of thirty yards and we got the first down. Well, since you're talking acting skills, what we, we like to know is because we're now somehow aging, but some of the younger players and Johnny Hecker and Andrew Whitworth is uh, a buddy of ours. Do you know Entourage? Do you know who Connolly is? He's or do you think he's it. like Sean McVay's like weird looking cousin? Do you think I could be Sean McVay for Halloween? <laughs> Can I play Sean? I could pull it off. I buff up. I think so. You you got some good hair under there. I Let got me see. I got better hair than he does. I got better <laughs> hair than he does. I'll put on I my know, headset. Man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he would argue otherwise. I, I'm gonna put on my headset. I'm gonna put on my Rams. Uh, people will know who I am. People in LA, they'll know who I am. So we're excited. No, you could right you now. could pull it off. But it's funny that you say that. It sounds like McVeigh. He is he kind of a real players coach, and he'll get into it with you. You say like he'll argue that. Is he like a guy who's kind of one of the guys that is the coach or no? Uh, he's a, he's a real cool guy. Uh, you know, he's a younger coach for sure. So, you know, it's, it's pretty easy for him and us to relate to one another. Um, so yeah, he, he probably would go back and forth on that, but he's a cool, <laughs> nah, he, he's a cool guy for sure. And tell us about your time at, at Penn, at Penn state. I mean, what a great, what a great football program. How was your, how, how was that for you? How was your experience there? Oh, it was a time of my life. You know, was, you go to a place like that to, to play big time football. You know, the social life is great. Um, you know, great fans on and off campus. So I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Doug, we always like to ask this question. Everybody says, everybody comes in and, oh, we're focused. Do you get to go out and have a good time with the fellas once in a while? Or is it strictly in the off season and that's just it? For myself, strictly in the off season for the most part. But we still go out, you know, have like DB nights and things like that. Um, but if I'm going hard or anything like that, it's probably I'm saving to the absence. Well, right. It's, well, it's too well. bad. We, you know, we, uh, Andrew Whitworth invited Kevin Dillon to the game, uh, the other day. And apparently Dillon went a little hard in the luxury suites and somehow ended up, <laughs> at, somehow ended up at Andrew's house later that night, drinking all his wine out of his fridge. So I, I said to Andrew, <laughs> how did that, well, how did that end up? And he said, well, he's at my house said, right now. It's 10 30 at night. So that was, uh, well, that's my, Hey, if, if you're up in the luxury suites, that's what that's for. You got to have a good time. That's true. That's true. So outside of football, obviously things are going well. We hope the Rams are going to get back to the Super Bowl. And really make us proud here in LA, which has been a while. But uh, what, since we're TV guys, what stuff are you watching on the road? Are you like a guy who's downloading stuff on the iPads? Are you watching a lot of TV shows? Uh, I just finished Squid Game. <laughs> Everybody. I know. Look, and I was fighting it so long because I, I didn't want to be basic. Like, I hate watching shows that everybody is watching. But I was like, I was sitting in the hotel. I think it was Seattle. And we had like a little bit of time but before we had to get on the bus. And I just turned around and watched the first episode. And I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hooked. So. <laughs> no, I, I'm afraid. I'm going to get hooked, too. I haven't watched it. You, you haven't watched it no. yet? It's a good watch. It's it's not your little typical like little horror or suspense show. They they kind of good got some good twists in there. Uh, some unexpected things pop up, so it, it's worth it. And it, it'll make you examine yourself too and your wants and desires. So yeah, so it's actually helping you a little bit. Is it going to help us get a Super Bowl ring or no? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Man, hopefully, hopefully. I'll watch whatever shows I got to watch if we get to the Super Bowl off it. I think Entourage is the one you should definitely be watching. We've had a couple, <laughs> we had a couple of Super Bowl winners I'll on I'll check that, that out. I, I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to check it out. No, though. there's no reason to be embarrassed. Lucky you're young and somehow we got old. But we had a bunch of Super Bowl winners on that from Tom Brady and uh, Russell Wilson and a bunch of other guys, David Deal. So definitely check it out when you can. And anything else? Like, is that it? Squid Games or you got anything else you're watching? I know I'm going to get some crap for saying this, but <laughs> my wife right now is into it. So, you know, naturally I fall into watching Dallin Abbey. Oh, it's great. It's a oh, great yeah, show. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. It's pretty good. Um, So uh, I'm enjoying that. It's more just about the quality time with my wife, though. Well, yeah. you just got married, right? Yeah, just got married in June. Congratulations. Congratulations. And That's if you're liking cool. sophisticated TV, let me suggest watch, which I just got Connolly into, watch Succession on HBO. It's unbelievable. And Succession? Succession, Succession, yeah. really it's, good show. It's, it's pretty hardcore, yeah. You know, and, you know, some elements of what Downton Abbey is, which is that kind of upper class and lower class and the contrast between them. It's really, it's really a great show. All right, got a stupid question that I have to ask everybody in the backfield. Is there a, a receiver or somebody that you line up against so you know you're going up against during the week? I mean, obviously, there's the usual suspects, but is there a guy that you're like, all right, I got to, you know, you got to put a little extra pep in your step when you know you're lining up against them? Uh, Yeah, for sure. And they're all on the Rams. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, <laughs> Good answer. Good but we answer. had, but what I was thinking, listen, you're on, you're 5'11", and it's amazing what you're able to do at that size. But, you know, we had DK Metcalf on this show. I mean, he's a monster. So when you're seeing that ball go up and it's if it's going to be you and him going for that, are you like, I have no problem. I'm going to take this. Well, he's the guy doing the hitting, right? Yeah, I'm doing the hitting. So, you know, I, I got a little bit of an advantage. But, uh, you know, if you're at this level, you know, most of the guys have that type of mentality where if that ball's in there, it's ours. So, right. you know, right. if a guy like him happens to, to, to get the ball, I mean, we have a saying. It's like, this dude's on scholarship, too. That's what he get paid to do. So you... Line up, snap it again, and, and, and try to come out on the winning side. Was it a giant change, though, for you when you first started? Obviously, you were a seventh-round pick. Did you feel, I have no problem, I can make it in this league? And did you see just an enormous difference from what you were seeing playing the best college teams? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a huge difference in terms of just, you know, speed and ability is the first thing. But, you know, at, when you get to this level, everybody kind of has that. So the really the biggest separation is is the mental aspect and making decisions and quick decisions. But, you know, physicality-wise and everything like that, I've always felt like I was supposed to be here. Um, if you look at the trajectory of my career, I've, uh, it's always been kind of an uphill battle. So it wasn't anything, um, you know, that i seen as too much. I just tried to, you know, stay to my core values and, and what got me here in the first place and just keep rolling. And is there anything you can do to improve that mental game? Or is that something you're born with? Or is there things you can work on and that you do work on? Uh, just film study, you know, talking uh, to coaches and using your resources. You know, those guys know a lot of football, um, study a lot of football. They're here in the office just looking at film all day and everything so they, they can pick up little things. Um, so talking with them and also, you know, um, honing in on the opportunity you have to to just connect with your veterans because they've been around a lot of football. Um, so just picking their brain and anything like that. And do you guys ever make jokes in the huddle or is it basically just Aaron Donald being mean and not letting anybody make jokes? Is it just super intense or is there ever tension breakers or or how what's what's the what's the defensive huddle look like? Defensive huddle is pretty intense. I would say most of the tension breaking uh comes on the sideline. 
you know, once you're in the huddle, you're you're pretty locked in for your call and your assignment. But you know, when when you get on the sideline, you 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 can poke fun at people and things like that. Right. Um, for sure. And do you practice potential touchdown celebrations when there's a group celebration? that feels choreographed by a whole team. Is that uh, most guys just winging it? Or is there a time maybe you're waiting for the bus? Cause you clearly don't want to practice your celebrations in front of McVeigh would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do, during just practice teams or something. In gen- yeah. <laughs> when do teams in general practice these group celebrations that are so well orchestrated? So the DVs, that's what I can speak on. We practice some group celebrations from time to time or breakdowns or things like that. Uh, just so we have a plan and we don't just go out there and look all befuddled and everything like that. Um, I like to think that I could, that I have like some celebrations ahead of time, but um, like those two picks I had, like I said earlier, I just blacked out and <laughs> get to the sideline. I'm like, man, I didn't even want to do the celebration I wanted to do. You just kind of go with whatever emotion you're feeling at the time. I just have this picture in my head of somebody pitching uh, a, a, a celebration, like, all right, guys, I got it. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. And people going like, what? That's stupid. Or yes, that's it. I'm going to do this. I mean, some of them are so good. And uh, it's nice that the uh, NFL has loosened up a little bit. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. You know, as long as you, you know, usually they're a little bit more tolerant with the group celebrations. You can give away with with a lot more if it's choreographed and and things like that. But I'm open to having people, you know, sending us ideas or choreographed celebrations. I got ideas. I got ideas. They tell me, they find me on Instagram, DM me some ideas and I'll try. (laughs) All right. I got to ask you, I got to ask you this last question. Doug, did you see this? Did you see this guy that um, I guess Mike Evans caught the touchdown pass? Brady's 600 touchdown pass and he handed it to a fan and the ball's worth a half a million dollars. And then they went back and took him and like gave him a Jersey that was worth like a thousand bucks or something. And I, and I thought, I I think that he got one Bitcoin out of him too, for giving the, the, the football back, which is like, I think right now 60,000. Well, now we're talking. A Bitcoin and a jersey, but I mean a five hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. No, shoot, if I had that ball, I wouldn't give it away for a jersey. I'd be like, you got to show me something. Yeah, show I, me, I, show me the money. Yeah, well, I would say like, listen, I need to. I'm gonna give him the ball back, but I need to weigh out some options. I need to make a couple calls before I go give him this sure. ball back. But yeah. he'll get it back. It's just a matter of when. Well, I gotta tell you, we've spoken to like six of your teammates now. The team, every one of you, whether I don't know if it's all an act, you all seem really smart, thoughtful, and focused. And, Locked in. And I think it's awesome. Appreciate and I, I, we're hoping for good things since, you know, I'm a Giant fan. Connolly's a Dolphins fan. Those don't seasons ask. are over. So uh, we are hoping for the Rams <laughs> to really deliver and uh, the best of luck the rest of the way, you know? And, and Nick, if I have any good celebration ideas, I'm a pretty creative guy. I'm going to hit you in the DM. Uh, and and uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe. Uh, my, look, like I said, I can't promise you I won't black out. Right. You know, I have. <laughs> Look. <laughs> it might just come to you at the last second. Yeah, it might basically, yeah, yeah. what Nick was just saying is if he doesn't respond to your DM when you slide into there, you know, maybe that's I don't uh, respond to other dudes sliding into my DMs, but it will be for business purposes because I, I got some good celebration ideas. All right, awesome. Well, it seems like it's working for everybody. Best of luck. We want to ring this year in LA, so and we're hoping for it. Andrew Whitworth again, we love, and uh, he had to deal with Kevin Dillon for a, a tough night the other night. So uh, you should ask him about that. Yeah, right? you ask him about how, how it went after the game. <laughs> um, but Nick, thank sure. you so much, man. We really appreciate it. This was amazing. But thank you guys, man. It was a pleasure. It's nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet Good you. Luck with everything. Good luck. Absolutely. And that wraps up Victory the Podcast Rams edition sponsored by Bump Light. There you go, Doug. Yeah, you I like love that. It. I'm doing all right. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, Nick. See you guys.